Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish dash tech dash news. Hello and welcome to Irish Tech News Podcast. My name is Melanie Boylan and I'm joined today by Keith Wickman, who is the lead of Convergent Aeronautic Solutions for NASA. Welcome to the podcast, Keith. Hi, Melanie. I'm really happy to be here. And thank you for joining. It's it's difficult to get us together, really, because you're so busy and obviously different time zones as well. Right, right. Very much so. Um, I'm very much looking forward to our time together, though. I'm looking forward to it. A good discussion. Thanks for uh, giving us an opportunity to talk about uh, what we're doing with this uh, crowdsourcing opportunity. Very, That's very exactly it. Uh, we're here to talk about the press release that was put out at the beginning of April, um, and it was NASA crowdsources with Shoshin Works and Hero X to Futurescape Aviation. What can you tell us about this press release and this this crowdsourcing opportunity? Yeah, well said. So um, we're we're really trying to gear ourselves to understand uh, what future scenarios in aviation might be playing a major role for uh, for aviation specifically, but especially really for society. And how does aviation play into society or in aeronautics? So um, it's, it's geared towards um, really trying to um, get at what the problems we might need to be solving in the future, looking well ahead of sort of the traditional timelines, e- even even in aviation and even even for NASA. So the goal is to uh, cast a really wide net to not the usual suspects. The usual suspects might be, you know, aero geeks like myself and and space geeks, um, but get at um, the rest of society and uh, uh, all the great bra- brains that are out there. Um, to help us formulate, um, as much as anything, the problem space. Where do we want the future to be? And envision that and then work back and make decisions today to, uh, to, to head in that direction. And again, focus on, on the aviation aspects or the aeronautics aspects. So it's not just space, because we normally associate space with NASA, don't right. we? But, but it's aeronautics in general. Right. Our, our, our name is NASA Aeronautics and Space Administration. So uh, we like to wear wear T-shirts with a really big first A in the, in the letter NASA to remind folks that, that NASA is heavily involved in aeronautics and in aviation and um, and you know and remains so. So and that's where I, I sit with the Convergent Aeronautics Solutions Project as well on the uh, primarily on the aeronautics side, but you can see we're we're trying to cast a wide net and have really open eyes. So we're going to affect the space side of things and learn from the space side of NASA and the space side of industry as well. Well, a lot of technology, obviously, from space is, is regularly transferred back, isn't it? So um, so tell us about this competition. Who's it for and where is it located? Yeah, so um, it's uh, www.herox. So mm-hmm. it's H-E-R-O-X, www.herox.com slash futurescaping. And um, who is it for? It's really for everybody. We, we don't ju- want just the aero geeks. We know how to get to us. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's, 
it's wide open. If you think, wow, what would I contribute to NASA? Or I, I don't really know a whole lot about airplanes or, or spacecraft. Um, please don't think that way. So, um, it, you know, if you're an artist, a filmmaker, a, an economist, an, you know, any kind of engineer, if you're into gaming, uh, innovation strategy itself. Yeah. Yeah. No um, because we're trying to really envision a, envision the world in the future for us. So even I would say if you're, if you're a futurist, maybe even a, a local or municipal government, if you're into policy making, things like that. So we want um, really wide eyes um, coming into this challenge. And I would say a, um, a difference of the way we're uh, leveraging a, crowd, a crowdsourcing approach. Mm -hmm. Typically, I would say crowdsourcing often you know, posts a problem as a challenge and solicits solutions, you know, mm -hmm. come up with your ideas of how to attack this problem. We're actually soliciting um, the problem. <laughs> you know, what, what, um, what would you see is, um, a, you know, envision a future scenario and what would it take to either, uh, what would it take from aviation there's a key theme here, right? I mean, it's gotta be connected to aviation, aeronautics, aerospace, but um, what would you require? What would that future vision require of aviation in the future? Mm -hmm. How does it need to evolve? And vice versa, what, um, what would that future state mean for um, aviation? So uh, we certainly believe that we're just at the cusp of really exploding the importance of air travel and of air movement, not just moving people, but moving sensors or moving things. Um, so aviation is, is likely going to be a really critical part of, uh, of whatever future ends up being realized. So that, that's really the goal here is, um, you know, to get after ideas to help us formulate the problem um, before we start working on working on solutions. Well, that makes perfect sense, actually. And that can be used for groups as well. It doesn't have to be individuals. It could be groups of people. That's correct. You can formulate teams and all the details are on that site, uh, www.herox.com slash futurescaping. But um, uh, all the details of how you might formulate a team or as an individual and, and what the terms of the, of, the, uh, of the challenge are as well. Okay. And just to note um, to our listeners, this is a U.S.-based competition only. It is. It is. Uh, uh, this go around. Yes, that's correct. So if you've got any great ideas, tell your American friends. <laughs> that's it. Now, now that said, if you are, uh, we're, we're, we're really a global society these days. So if you happen to be working amongst uh, a team, um, you know, in the U.S., let's say you're in a in a U.S. university, but you're not a U.S. citizen. That's that's okay. Formulate a team from that university. That, oh, okay, so that doesn't matter if you're an international that's student. Oh, that's correct. handy. Yep. Okay, excellent. So, have you run something like this before, Keith? I have not. Uh, we have not in in CAS. So, um, maybe. Maybe it might help to tell a little bit about um, the CAS project. Could I? Yeah, uh, go ahead. Go? So, um, you know, our, our brand, NASA, is exploration, of course. I think people think of NASA as exploration. 
And uh, that's very true. We're proud of that brand. Um, but we're, we're also um, extremely good at the execution of research and development, again, building solutions. But um, this part of NASA, um, the program I live in and the project that I run is, is geared towards um, that exploration piece. You know, how can we go out and, and, um, and explore the future without um, immediately jumping to a solution. And that, that's where that word convergence comes in, in in the title of the project. So what does convergent mean? Convergence mean it's really a very important word for us. It's a guiding word. And, and what, it, what it means is a convergence of, of perspectives, of technologies, of different disciplines, of various industries, and a convergence of, of humans. And um, so we, we want to embrace the knowledge of what's happening outside of the traditional aviation and aeronautics and space channels that we're really familiar with um, and consider how those things, those trends and events might inform what we, what's needed from or contributes to aviation, like I like to talk about before. So um, we, um, we operate in a very disciplined way with respect to um, not jumping to a solution uh, too quickly. Mm -hmm. So it's the most natural thing in the world for an aerospace engineer like me to um, want to solve a problem. Let's get on with constructing the solution. Give me a problem, any problem, you know, and I'll form a team and we'll come up with something wonderful. Um, that's, that's natural. Mm -hmm. um, we try to suspend that. It's like, okay, hold off on that. Let's gnaw on the problem space. Let's chew on, uh, on, the, on the problem space itself. And, and we do that in a fairly methodical way. Uh, we're convergent even in, terms of in, even in terms of innovation techniques. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the crowdsourcing piece. That's one piece of, uh, of our puzzle. Um, but uh, so what does it mean to gnaw on the problem space? Well, um, one way is we open our aperture as wide as we can and we draw in enough, um, enough ideas. Again, trying to hold off, jump into a solution, but let's formulate this and put this piece together with this piece um, through a variety of mechanisms. Um, and then ultimately we want these to lead to, um, you know, some, some sort of a selection process for an opportunity area mm -hmm. and then, develop experiments to go after um, the miracles that are necessary to happen to make that opportunity a reality, right? So, um, and that's kind of where our project ends. That is, we, we, we identify the barriers or long poles in the tent or the miracles that would say, hey, if this, if this can't be solved, then there's not much point in starting. It, it just, it's, it's, it's too impossible of an idea. Hmm. But we do want to hold off. We want to suspend disbelief uh, that it can't be done technically or it doesn't have a, a path to a business model or it's not valuable uh, to society. We want to hold off on that as long as we possibly can. So back to the crowdsourcing piece and, and this challenge is um, it very much is that wide eyed view of, hey, let's let's bring in a, a lot of diverse ideas from anywhere we can 
And then you can also imagine the problem of, boy, that's a lot of data and even a lot of information. How do you make sense of it? How does it coagulate together in clumps to, um, you know, create opportunities to, to pursue? So that's why we went after a, a challenge like this uh, to answer your original question <laughs> um, is, um, is to get that variety of, of thought that we're just not going to come up with as, you know, a few of us geeks sitting in a sitting in a corner together so does that make sense oh it does it does make perfect sense actually and I think it's essential that um you are open to feedback from diverse cultures different you know different parts of um, you know everyday lives people are impacted in different ways aren't they um so I think I think this is essential actually yeah so one thing I would ask you if I if I can, is... Oh, no, uh, you're not going to ask me a question. <laughs> Turn the tables a little. Um, no, I, 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 you are, uh, with what you do for a living and, and where your passions clearly are, um, you touch a lot of different folks, right? And a variety, I, I lis- listen to a, 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 few of your, um, a few of your podcasts and they're, they're fascinating. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. I, I don't talk to those kind of people. That's exactly what we're trying to do is how do we, how do we connect? So I'd, I'd be really curious to get you know, your feedback of what, what ways you have seen uh, others or um, connections you might make for us to, uh, to get that breadth of, breadth of ideas. Well, it's, it's trying to find people in different locations, isn't it? Um, you're, I suppose, limited in that you're only going to one country. Um, but because of my experience of contacting people through social channels, um, you know, Twitter's a really popular one where I find people. Clubhouse is another one that I've been using recently. Um, and, and that's how I've managed to get such a, a large breadth of contacts um, and, uh, you know, NASA's a family and they do tend to speak to one another as well. And if they enjoy um, the, the interviews that any one of us have ran, um, they do tend to pass on, you know, this is the person you need to talk to, which is helpful. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm definitely going to spend more time in Clubhouse. So um, <laughs> that was, that's inspiring. Um, and there's some great connections in there. That, uh, there's an awful lot of fluff in social channels, um, which I'm sure you've experienced personally. Um, but th- there are some really awesome conversations you can have in there as well. I mean, on the day of recording, um, there was the launch this morning or whatever time it was over in the US um, mm-hmm. of this, this demand crew going up to the ISS. And I was on Clubhouse as part of a launch party. And there was it was mostly US citizens um, and a couple of other people from different countries. We all got to know each other over a period of time. We were having a great chat about, you know, what are they talking about in there? We, we discussed the Big Bang Theory and how Howard coped with his launch and that sort of stuff. And I, I'm, I'm not as informed as yourself, Keith, but I learned loads listening to these people and then my contributions back. And this is exactly what you're doing for the competition. You're opening the floor. That's it. No one person, certainly any, and even one or one team or organization can quote, know everything. No. Um, and, and even close. I mean, we just, we just have a, a small piece and um, you know, we know this piece of it is, 
is is probably really valuable to um, the larger jigsaw puzzle, if you will. And um, so finding the ways to connect, I, you know, ironically, ironically, I think the, the pandemic has, has forced a little, uh, well, it's forced a lot more virtualization, but mm-hmm. it's, it's caused us all to learn, even, a, even some of us older dogs, how to, uh, how to interact effectively, develop relationships um, in a, a scattered team and do so in a meaningful way and, and solve problems. So, um, Boy, we're really looking forward. I'm I'm anxious to see what what wild stuff comes in. So, Keith, tell us how long have you been involved with HeroX and been the lead of Convergent Aeronautic Solutions as well? Oh, for um, what seems like forever, uh, <laughs> about about three months. What? <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Um, so I, uh, I I began my career. I'm I'm. I'm pretty deep in my career. I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a young person, um, but I began my career at um, with NASA uh, as a as a young engineer for about the first twelve years of, of my career. So, um, uh, but then for the last twenty five years or so, I've been um, in industry in in private industry uh, or commercial in, in this industry. So, uh, general electric aviation and, um, then some small growth startup companies, um, uh, again, always in aviation, always on the front end, uh, uh, leading edge of things doing, um, uh, technology development, product development, et cetera. Um, so I was always wanted to come back to NASA, you know, it, as you mentioned, it's a family mm. and it's, uh, been in my blood and it's been a lot of a lot of fun um, getting the external ex- experience so in many ways I'm I'm a newbie coming back to to NASA but um, uh, also in many ways it's not because I've worked very closely uh, with NASA in general uh, while I was in industry but I would say what attracted me the most to this job in NASA, it, well, it's really this job in NASA is what, what, what brought me back. That is, um, where else do you get to invest in wild um, ideas and um, formulate a team uh, around a variety, a portfolio of wild ideas? That's what we have is we have a lot of things going on in a, a variety of areas. Um and, and take long-term risks um, that, um, you know, no one else can really afford to or justify uh, operating in that risky of a fashion. So uh, it's, it's very exciting. Uh, we're, um, we're also on the cusp right now of, of reformulating how we operate. We've learned a lot. CAS has been going for about six or seven years mm-hmm. and um, it's been highly productive, but part of what we do is, um, we want Ca- to continue. Cast, Cast is Convergent Aeronautic Solutions yeah. Technologies. Apologies. Okay. Yeah, Convergent Aeronautic Solutions Project. So that project's been operating uh, for six or seven years, um, but we also want to be open to learning and evolving how we operate. So mm-hmm. not just what we operate on, but how how we roll. So we've learned a lot in those first six years, and. Um, we're expanding on some of those things. We're bringing in some new ideas for how we go about innovation. And part of our mission as well, Melanie, is to, um, 
infect the rest of NASA with some new ideas of how to approach innovation itself. So uh, we're a relatively small project, um, but um, we have uh, we have big aspirations and a lot of expectations on us. So it's a, it's a super exciting place to be right now. Um, you know, it's exciting to be within NASA, but it's really exciting to be here within NASA, in my opinion. Uh, I think I have the best job in the agency. Well, I don't doubt that for a second. I've got to say, okay. You've, you've actually got what you mentioned there, a really unique insight into the type of people that are hopefully going to be taking part in this sort of think tank because you've gone onto the commercial side of things. So you could actually understand where they're coming from, what kind of you know backgrounds that they're bringing to the table. Um, so it's quite nice that you've actually come back in with that unique knowledge. Yeah, I think I think it really helps. I, I do. Um, and um, and why I wanted to, the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because the type of people that want to approach you, um, they may be a little intimidated with the fact that you're, you know, NASA comes in with this great big force of knowledge and information and unending resources. Well, it certainly feels like unending resources. I'm sure it does. Um, and so it really doesn't matter how inexpensive or how basic their suggestions are. It could just be the, the, the drop that gets started and gets the ball rolling. You got it. You got it. Don't, don't hold back on anything there. You hear it a lot. It's, uh, you know, it's often said there's no such thing as a stupid question. In this case, there's no such thing as a stupid problem or, or a stupid future. Mm. Um, um, you know, it, it can be, um, and more than likely it will be, your idea may end up not where you thought it would end up. Mm. Um, but it can influence and converge with others' ideas and other thoughts and emerging capabilities you're not aware of, just like us, mm. um, uh, to get after, um, you know, something uh, much more grand. So, you know, I, I would say... Uh, let me add one more piece. You you had mentioned the, you know, coming from industry and experiencing that, and then and then coming back to NASA and working in a role like this, and with a great team like this. Um, one of the things we're doing as we reform how we go about um, innovation within NASA is um, is not just look in terms of technical feasibility. All right. Okay. That's natural. Mm -hmm. That's a very natural thing to think in. Uh, in terms of okay, well, here's a problem. Will this will this solution work or not? How can we make a solution that works? And a lot of what CAS has been in the first six years has been focused on that technical feasibility. Very, very important. Um, what we're embracing now and bringing into our methodologies, and the crowdsourcing really gets at this, is uh, two more dimensions, if you will, not just feasibility, but also desirability value, let's say, mm -hmm. and, um, and feasibility. Uh, think in, in terms of, you know, is there a business case here or uh, are there insurmountable regulatory or societal barriers to um, make this great idea happen in reality? So, so not just looking at technical feasibility, that's kind of the, you know, my, my mother always told me, but just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> the technical feasibility part is the the can, you know, we, can we do it or not? 
but bringing in the viability, the business viability and the value or desirability for society gets to the should, you know, should we do it? Mm -hmm. So how do, how do we think about those three dimensions when we're exploring problem spaces and then coming up with opportunities to uh, approach those problem spaces and, 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 and crowdsourcing, I think really, um, opens us up to that as a strong opportunity because we're reaching out to society. What's the future you want to enjoy and envision? How do you see aviation playing in that um, and in a meaningful way for, you know, for you as a person 20 years from now or 30 years from now? Actually, that's quite a good point. The, the team or the person that comes up with an idea that you guys are going to implement, will they be involved going forward or will it just be their idea? Very possibly. And also very possibly not. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at a minimum, they would have the satisfaction of knowing the, the piece that they played in, in this future. And, you know, ideally they would, um, as they see things organized, organizing around an idea that they had a part with, um, I, I think that would just naturally encourage them to find ways to get more involved. They would and be, in, they would have their name involved or something um, that would be attributable to them at least. Certainly. Because yeah. if I could come up with a great idea, but I'm not an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> so there's well, no point me going any further. <laughs> Well, I, I put the engineer pretty low on the list of the people we want to respond to. So, okay, cool. And we, we know how to get to those. But, um, but yeah, I think at a minimum, again, if you contribute, you would, you would know yourself and there would be great satisfaction. In yeah. But it's also, I'm just being realistic about it, as we talk about convergence, your idea is going to be most likely a piece of a, a lot of other ideas. Yeah. And again, the vision is probably not where you're thinking it will be. We experience that all the time. Of, you know, where we think we're going to get is not where we get. And again, that's, that's really think in terms of the exploration piece, right? That's what exploration is about. We're trying to map a dark space, if you will. Well, What's yeah. in there? We don't know. We know some good stuff is in there. Um, but um, you know, how do we get after it? We don't just wander around in there, but at the same time, we don't, we can't exactly um, chart a path through, through something we can't really see that well. So that's the, that's the heart of exploration. Now, one thing I did note from the um, press release is you're making a real point of, you know, not just looking for a great idea, but something that fits with um, economy, environmental trends and societal issues as well. Um, so with, with, with reference to the environmental trends, is that like, you know, maybe using hydrogen as a fuel or, you know, trying to protect the climate essentially? Is that what you're looking for? Yes, absolutely. Um, I would say not, not just limited um, to things that are green, um, although that's a that's certainly a key aspect of yeah. all of our future to be concerned about that, and and think about that. Um, but um, but yeah, without a doubt, it's uh, what what does that future look like? Again, the goal is to even for the submissions. I think the best submissions are going to be the ones that are thinking about the the vision and the problem and maybe some barriers but don't try to define what the solution looks like either. You know, think in terms of, again, we're crowdsourcing 
the problem space, if you will. It's such a wide space, though, isn't it, Keith? I mean, you could literally uh-huh. come up with all sorts of things. So how, how yeah. long do we have? Because this started the beginning of April, didn't it? Yep, began uh, the beginning of April. Uh, the submission deadline is June 1st. Okay, so um, we've got some time. 5% or 5 p.m. Pacific time on June 1st. But, um, you know, submit, or, submit early, submit often, <laughs> if you like. You can submit uh, more than one idea as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Um, and then the judging occurs in the June, June and July timeframe. And then um, finally, we're, we're going to be announcing the winners. And, and there's a, you know, a, a small group of, a group of winners. Again, the details are escaping me right now, but it's like <laughs> seven or eight detail, uh, winners with different monetary awards. Um, uh, on uh, July 28th is, is what we're gearing towards the end of July for the announcement. So quite some motivation as well, because there's there's right? potentially money at the end of it. A little bit, <laughs> um, but the bigger part, of course, is just the excitement of of contributing to um, you know a larger group as we move forward together. Oh, I I can't wait to see what actually comes out of this. Genuinely, Keith, would you mind keeping us um, up to speed with what comes out out of this and bringing it back to us at the end? Absolutely, Melanie. We'd be happy to do that. And thank you so much uh, for giving us a little time here to, to talk about it. We're very excited about it. And it was great spending time with you today. Well, thank you again, Keith. Um, I will share the link um, through our socials and it will be as part of this podcast as well um, in, in the text. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Um, we'll get, certainly share the information again and again. Well, that's all for now, but thank you so much for listening and we'll be back very soon with a new podcast. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish tech news on LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish tech news dot IE and on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish tech news.